it's great. It was good, wasn't it? Um, I forgot what she said. I was, I, <laughs> thinking, I was about thinking about my... you cock out. <laughs> cock it up, yeah. She <laughs> said she's pleased. She's... <laughs> <laughs> she said... Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. And welcome to episode 71. You're nearly up to my age, you know. I'm not going to give Ooh, it you away. Oh, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't tell people then. Oh, no. Well, Play I, a little think... game. Guess your age. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Colin, my Facebook um, search is Colin1940. I think people will work it out for themselves, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Of course, this annual yeah, YouTube is Colin1940. Yeah, every twi- every handle I think is one nine four. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, happy Easter, and to you as well. It, it is Easter. We're recording this in advance, folks. In case you're wondering, hang on, it's not. It's Easter. not Easter. <laughs> Gone back in time. <laughs> well, I'm doing. I'm telling you why I'm doing this. We're or we're doing it because it's Good Friday, and Steve has come down to see us. And if we hadn't done it today, it'd have been another Skype. I know the Skypes are okay, and they're they're, be- they're a good second best, but really they are second best. It's nicer yeah. to have you here with us. Yeah. So as you're here, we thought let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Loads of questions, loads of things to talk about. In fact, the episode seventy went out today. Yes, it did. So didn't it? Uh, people yeah. are listening. That was a that good one, one. which That's, was a good one. That was a good one. Liked my little teaser at the beginning, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I expect you'll have another one here as well. Possibly. Because <laughs> we never know. It might be quite. a running theme now. Yeah, I might have to do that every week. Well, we never know quite what, we, what you're going to put on because, you know, obviously Steve uh, takes it from the text. Yeah. The narration. So we never quite know until the end. And I don't know either. Until no. I, I listen to it. <laughs> I could think, take oh, anything. Why? And I couldn't remember what I said. <laughs> you know, it went of, and I thought, "What did I say what, next? What, what did I say next?" <laughs> but I found out later on. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, so it's a uh, lovely weather. Easter weekend. Yes. It's nice. Four days. Well, good. Yeah, four days for most people. Not us, because we us. don't have a day off. No, we don't. No, I'd be working, working today, haven't yep. we? <laughs> and tomorrow. Yeah. And, and Sunday. And, and Monday. Sunday. Oh. oh, it's not really a job, though, is it? It's not really a job. No, Doesn't feel like a no. job. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. Okay, so let's crack on with some feedback. First feedback I have here is from Gisela. I hope I said that right. Gisela. Gisela. It's probably Gisela. Mm. So from Gisela. Now, she has done the harbour scene, the free landscape course, and she's done her own portrait, and she sent it to you, Dad. She said, hi, Colin. I think I got on well for a beginner. I've now finished the landscape picture as well as a picture of my great-granddaughter, Emily. The mouth, and eyes, the mouth and eyes are not correct, but I am happy for the first time. I enclosed the original photo and the painting. Have a great Sunday. Well, I can tell straight away, folks. Um, I mean, Steve's made a blog of this, so you'll be able to see for yourself. The likeness is uncanny. I mean, for somebody who's starting out as a beginner like that, to actually produce a portrait is absolutely phenomenal. It really is. Portraits are pretty hard. Really hard, Steve. They're really hard, especially if it's somebody you know. If it's somebody you don't know, you've kind of got a bit of license. 
because no one's going to say, oh, I don't, that, don't, that doesn't matter. It doesn't look like him or, he, you know, he, she doesn't look this way or hair colour's wrong. But when it's, uh, it's somebody that you don't know, you, it doesn't matter. But when it's someone you do know, well, you've got it's more problems. pressure. Yeah. Because they're going to the compare child. them, aren't they? Of course you are. Uh, anyway, she did very, very well. And so I said, I said that she deserves a mention because that was really uh, a great... And it, it's the beginning. This is a lovely thing as far as I'm concerned, and you too, I know, Steve. Uh, it's the beginning. We know where they're going. We know that they're going get, to get the bug and get caught up in this fantastic world of art that uh, we're able to uh, showcase... Uh, so we're looking for more now. So thanks very much, Gisela. Thanks for sending it over. The next one we have is from Jane. And Jane is from, she says here, Hi, Colin and Steve, from Parksville on beautiful Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada. Wow. Vancouver. Wow. Um, I've got a couple of friends from Vancouver. Since moving to London, I've met three people, two are very good friends of mine, from uh, Vancouver. About that. I know. Everyone, well, not to say everyone, but the three people that I've met from Canada have all been from Vancouver. That's amazing, isn't it? I know, I know. And uh, I've always wanted to go to Canada. So have I. They, so, I mean, these mm. people are so nice. And well, what I understand is Canada's yeah. lovely. I, well, I, I went to the States. Well, we, we went to the States. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, all I was us, there. Yeah. The family. Uh, and they, they're great people over there. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. And so you say Canada's the same? Well, Canada, they're, so they're so nice. We've got to go over there as well then. And, uh, and I, I hear it's just, it's just so friendly. Everyone's friendly, you know. Um, mm. You know, you walk down the street and how it should be, you know, people waving to you, strangers, don't know who you are, waving to you, good morning, you know, mm. all this kind of stuff. And they're really, yeah, friendly. So have to go over to Vancouver one day. So Jane says, I've recently become a lifetime member and have just today completed the sweet kitten picture. I uh, am in all inordinately pleased <laughs> that's a hard word that's a long it? word it's a long word for me pleased with myself as i drew the picture but credit where deserved with your wonderful t- t- tutorial it was hard to go far wrong my next effort will be the harbour scene and i'm looking forward to losing several hours with it since we also live by the ocean it will be great to do the picture colin your tutorial i can't speak today <laughs> <laughs> your tutorials are inspiring and your podcasts with Steve are both entertaining and so informative. Yeah, when I can speak. <laughs> Very kind regards, Jane. Thanks, Jane. It's great. It was good, wasn't it? Um, I forgot what she said. I was, I, <laughs> thinking, I was about thinking about my... you cock out. <laughs> cock it up, yeah. She <laughs> said she's pleased... <laughs> <laughs> she said i've recently become a lifetime i'm not going to read it again all right she's a lifetime member and she's just finished the kitten and she's so pleased with it and she's going to do the harbour next That's and she's right. looking forward to losing several hours with it yeah well um what what i was going to say was that perhaps is it jane yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with it. It must be that drink. That it's wine the, it's, we had the, it's that whiskey that we had before we started. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I was going to say that perhaps Jane could send us a picture. Yes. Of, uh, you know, well, she's or a maybe lifetime member. Post it on the community. Yeah, do that because, um, you know, I'd love to do. I haven't really done anything outside of the UK landscape wise, and I would like to. 
Maybe you could mm. do a picture of Vancouver Island. I'll pop across there and I'll take a few. Okay. <laughs> it's just hop on yeah, the flight yeah. after this. <laughs> no, but if, if seriously, folks, if you have pictures that you'd like to send me, I can't guarantee that I'm going to do them because we've got to look at things that are a, a wide appeal. Although you would look at it and think, that reminds me of, and it really, and I love the ocean, I love the mountains, I love whatever. It may not actually fit or suit. Uh, an international audience. Oh, I've got to look at that. That doesn't stop people and shouldn't stop people from, uh, from doing it. So if you want to, please do. Yes. Brilliant. Okay, thanks, Jane. So moving on to some questions. First one I have here is from Les, and he says, Hi, Colin. I have a photo of a beautiful scene that I took a few weeks ago nearby where I live in Buckinghamshire, and it has a lot of grassy fields. I was wondering if you could do a demonstration of distant greenery and close-up foreground grass. This would surely help me in capturing the scene of my local area. Kind regards, Les. Yeah. So grass, foreground... Foreground and, grass. And, uh, and possibly distant greenery, yeah. Yeah, well, foreground grass is pretty hard. What makes it hard? It's because what you try to do when you've got foreground grass is put individual blades grass. of grass and yeah. they look like little soldiers lined up. And if you try to change the direction, that looks even worse. It's very, very difficult to do. But I'm going to be showing you, folks, how to do it. Because I'm just at this moment of time, just starting. I've done the sky and some of the distant hills of a new landscape. Do you want me to talk about it as we've got it here? No. Mm, no. Not yet. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> Not yet, because we, no, well, we can tell, talk about I will it in tell, depth Yes, later. I will, obviously. Yeah. Well, perhaps the next, next uh, podcast we can do that. But I will tell you that in the foreground, there's um, grass. Okay. It's not just a lawn, which would be fairly straightforward because you just put green and a few little twiddly bits in. This is a meadow. All right. And I've done this before a few times, but not really on the member site. So I think this is going to be a first. The only um, one I could think of the way you've done grass is Romney Church. That's right, I did that. That is, and for the time being... And there's, a, there's a, the DVD or the five DVD that we used to sell are, are all downloads on the store. Mm. So if anyone wants to look up specific... It might be worth doing that. Yeah. yeah. But also, though, they can find that on YouTube. If they put Romney Church... There's some Romney Church clips on there, yeah. yeah. They'll be able to see uh, Ray, isn't it? Is it Ray? Les. Oh, Les. Sorry, Les. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but this one, this new one, is going to be an extensive one. It's right across the whole of the, the bottom of the picture. Up about um, a quarter of the way, I would think. Right. It's, it's meadow. Now, what, what I'm going to be doing there is you put the basic colour in, uh, you know, obviously the greens and the ochre. Never put all green, stick ochre in it because it breaks it up that way. And then you twiddle the pencil. A what, little bit like what you did with the koalas or not quite? Well, no, not really. Because there's a twiddly action. No, not really, no. Because you'll get a furry, furry-looking grass and that won't work. You've got to have... You've got to have grass that looks as though it's growing in all directions without actually putting it in as growing in all directions. Creating the impression really of grass. That's exactly what you're doing. You're creating the impression. But when people see that, they're going to be amazed. And as always, I'm going to show them exactly how it's done. And I won't, you won't see the whole of the... Because mm. it will take too long. But I will do enough of it 
for you to see the techniques involved because you've got to think about it. You've got to think of distance. You're looking at close-up, so you're looking at something that's almost on top of you. Imagine if you are standing. I always say this in the landscape picture when I'm teaching. If you're standing upright, you know, and your eyes would be five foot from the ground, say. So that is the angle that you're working on. So when you look down at grass, you're looking at uh, a few feet in front of you, and that's how it would appear on the painting, a few feet in front of you, okay? And at that point in time, stretching back as far as you need to go. And in this case, it would probably be half a field so we're looking at quite a long way great in terms of distance now the, the what you start with at the through few feet in front of you to what you finish up by a hedge which there's going to be a hedge running at the back there uh, is a long distance and you have to interpret that as well so not only have you got that to do but you've got to give the distance you've got to give the impression of distance, well. distance with it. that's why it's difficult blimey but it's possible folks and it's the first for a member site. I, I think it is. It possibly for is. For that, yes. Excellent. Okay. And a few surprises there as well. I'm not going to tell you. About oh. I talk about, <laughs> I'll talk about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> great. So great question, Les. Thanks for that. Next one is from Joan. Hello from snowy Minnesota. Well, blimey, we're getting international today, aren't we? We are. I think we've had a question from Joan before about Minnesota. Anyway, she says... Now that I have a few paintings done, I'm wondering if you have ever done a video on choosing mats and frames and the framing process. Do you make your own frames? Do you always use glass? If you do, do you recommend regular glass or the non-glare? Any help or guidance would be appreciated. Oh, and one other question, sorry. Do you make prints of your paintings to sell or do you only sell the originals? Thanks, Joni. Right, let's go back then because there's a First one there. Now, mats... I'm not familiar with mats, but mat is the mount, what That's we would right. call a mount yeah. over here. Yeah. In the we? States, they call them mats. Mats. Okay, so so choosing mats and frames in the framing process. You haven't done a video on that. I probably won't do either. No. But because it, it's a little bit away from our, um, you know, remit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do, and I used to have a framing business uh, years ago when I had the gallery. So, yes, I used to do my, all my own frames. You used to make your own frames, frames, yeah, I remember. And I still do. If I want a mount, I will cut my own mount. I've got a mount cutter to do it with. So, yes, I do. Do I choose them and how do you choose them? And that's a difficult thing because, you know what, folks? Generally speaking, as a, as a guide, I use ivory as a mount cover. I think the last three pictures I've done, uh, I've, I've framed in ivory. That's an ivory mount. You can, I always recommend a double mount, which it means you put a double ivory on. So you put the first mount and then the second one. So you get a, a slither of mount showing. It pushes it pushes the pastel painting a little bit further away from the glass so you don't get the, uh, the, the, the less chance of the touching risk of the it, glass yeah. and transfer onto the inside of the glass. So that's a good idea. But another go- good idea would be, if you want something different, is to, to change the colour of the inside. It's better to do it that way. If you're going to have two colours, like say you had a... Russian green was one that I used to love. It's a very deep olive green. And if you're going to do that, you put the dark olive green next to the picture, the subject, and the, the ivory mount, which accompanies it, goes on the outside. So you right. get a slither 
of Russian green around it. That looks very pretty. And also, better that way than the other way around, because then the harsher well, colour... Yeah, would would no, no, horrible. it wouldn't work that way. No, you can't do it the other way. I mean, you can, but it doesn't work. I have seen it, but it looks awful. I've got to be fair. It doesn't okay. look right. Okay, so that's what I would do. Okay. Now. And would you... Uh, do you always use glass? I do. You have to use glass, because pastel is smudgeable. And, uh, you know, if you don't use glass and someone says, oh, that's pretty, and sticks their finger on it, you're in trouble. Yeah. So you won't, you have to use glass, yes. Do you recommend regular glass or non-anti-glare? This is the bone of contention. Uh, Some people will argue me with this, but I have proved this, that if you use the non-reflective glass, it makes your original picture that you've just done look like a print. It's just something about it. it. It's... You couldn't tell that it was an original. If someone brought it up to me and said, look at this original picture, I would have said, hmm, it looks like a print. You know, are you sure it's original? If it's behind ordinary glass, you can see that it's an original. Something that they put on the glass, then, yes, the, it, the anti-glare. That's right. It's, like a, it's almost silly. like a pixelation that you get. And it's, it changes the image that you have. So... I wouldn't do it, folks. Regular glass. I know it's a problem because sometimes if you have a painting that's going to be reflecting in light and you put it into a position in your room that you've got light, you'll have reflection on it. Um, But it's not worth it. If you've got a print, it's okay. If you've got a print, put it behind a print. Yeah, that doesn't matter because a print looks like a print. That's fine. But you don't want to change an original. You don't want to lose the, the picture. And that's what you'll do if you do that. So, okay. ordinary good, glass, good, good, good advice. So, the one other question, do you make prints of your paintings to sell or do you only sell the originals? Uh, I do, absolutely. Yes, I've sold hundreds, probably now thousands of prints over my time because I used to make my own prints, limited edition prints. I used to have... When I used to do the shows, uh, I used to have uh, all my paintings... Producers prints, A4, little A4 prints, and I used to sell those. Mm. And I sold, oh, Loads. thousands of them, yes. yes. Each show I did, you know, I used to sell 100, 150 of them. But did you used to sell your originals at the shows as well? No, very, very rarely. Uh, and the odd occasion I did, if somebody wanted to buy it, you know, when I'd finished a picture, someone said, oh, I'll buy that, I used to sell it to them. What, that you would do on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if somebody asked me, I would. But generally speak, not all the time, because very often when I was working at the shows and doing the pictures at the shows, for one thing, I didn't finish them anyway. But even in that, even if I had done, it was for another project. I was doing them for you a were, reason. Yeah, you were using for the time. pack or yeah. a, a gallery or other reason. Gotcha. But occasionally I have done, I have sold pictures that way. Uh, but do I sell originals? Yes, I do. Uh, I do sell. I try not to sell too many because we use them. Um, a lot and we have been talking about it haven't we yeah that we may be doing this they set up a gallery or something when we can get round to it but uh, yes i do sell so the answer to that is yes 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 yes, yes. and don't use reflective glass okay good thanks joni for that question so uh yes you've got one now who's your question from yes well this is from julie and she said i've been told that graphite isn't the best idea as it isn't compatible with pastels and can show through this is referring to oh. doing an outline drawing. Yeah, uh, no, not necessarily. No, no. Isn't it? 
can I go on a minute? Yes. And I found I found that that in fact does happen. Someone suggested to cover the back of the picture with hard pastel and then trace over the front. The image comes up in pastel and therefore covers perfectly. Okay. Now this What's is in referring to. Well, can I first of all? Well, I think probably if you were you, can I just tell you what I would do? I don't ever use pastel on top of a pencil drawing as such. So I wouldn't draw a picture in detail and then put pastel on top of it. We talked about this before, Maybe that's yeah. what Julie means. I'm not sure. But as far as a line drawing is concerned, if you use an HB pencil or even a, a B or an F, I've mentioned F a few times, if you don't draw very strong, if you don't press too hard, you're not putting a great deal of graphite on. In any case, all you're doing is putting the outer lines on aren't you? You're not actually drawing or in detail. So you haven't got a great deal of graphite on there. Now, in a situation like that, which I do, I'd never have a, tr- a problem with the pastel. Now, the other problem, as you were saying, that uh, about putting hard pastel and then tracing over it. Now, I, I've, years ago, I used to do this. Uh, what's, what's this what, technique? What it is, it's, it's you, you, you cover... Instead of using graphite, especially if you were doing, a, let's say, for instance, you were doing a, 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 a picture on a very dark green uh, pastel paper. People do this. How are you going to see graphite on that? You wouldn't be able to see it, would you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you were doing it on black, you wouldn't be able to see it because graphite's black. So the only way you can do that is to use um, a, a trace of pastel over the top. Normal pastel. You draw gotcha, it with pastel. Gotcha, gotcha, okay, Yeah, you use pastel instead. Yes, so you would do it. And that would be a really good way of, of doing it. That's how, and I did, I have actually done that a few times myself. Have you? Years ago, before I really came across the Engrais paper that I use now, before I came across that, uh, I, I, I remember doing a ballerina once. I drew a ballerina on black card. Really? Do you know, I, th- I think I've still got that somewhere. Anyway... And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't draw it because you couldn't draw it. So I drew it in white pastel. Uh, even before pastel pencil. In fact, it wasn't. I think it was a white charcoal I'd used because I didn't know about pastel pencils then. That was before I, was, I did that in, in acrylic then. Well, going back a bit then. Uh, yes, I, drew, I, I actually painted the ballerina in acrylic. So there's nothing obviously wrong with that, that method no. then. Oh, no. Uh, but when you've got a detailed graphite drawing and there's a lot of graphite on the paper... That might affect the pastel going on. Yes, top. it probably would, because you you'd be using the softer colours. Then you'd, it's not the softer colours, the softer pencils, wouldn't yeah. you? And I've said before that if you if you move from two B and go into three B, three, four, four B. five, six, seven, eight, and way up, then you've got a softer and softer colour, and it's then mixed smudge. with pastel, yes, you would have a problem. Gotcha. So you would have a problem like that, but. I think in the situation, I'm glad that Julie's brought this up because it's interesting for me to talk about it and say, this is what I do. And everybody knows that uh, my pictures work out fine. They're, they're great. I don't have a problem. So all I can ever do is tell you what I do. And it's just about, if you look at your line drawings, it's just the right amount to give you that outline to work with because mm. the idea, like you've said on many occasions, is that you're putting the detail in with the past pencils. pencils so it's just a real rough real rough outline as a guide isn't it it is it's the perimeters you've got to put the perimeters so you know yeah. where you're going you know and uh i i think that 
does work really well, that, uh, that method. And I, if you're using pastel pencil, and I'd never, ever recommend dark colours anyway with pastel pencil. Soft pastel, yeah, works. But the pastel pencil doesn't work with darker coloured... Um, paper. Paper. Dark, yeah. Now, I would try to avoid it like the plague. I know people say, well, if I do that, I won't have to put a background on. Oh, sorry. We've talked about this before, yeah. I know. That, 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 that's, that doesn't Cheating. work. <laughs> well, it, no, it, it, I can understand where they're coming from. And my first few pastel paintings, I've got to tell people, didn't have backgrounds on them. I think I've mentioned this. Mm. Because I thought that was the right thing to do until I realised that by putting a background on would look better. Therefore, I'd use the lighter paper. And therefore, that's where I came to, to the conclusions that I've come to now, that that's the way to do it. Great. Excellent. So thanks very much for that, that question, Judy. Really good. Um, so if you've got a question for us or for, for you, we might have a question for me. Yeah. But um, if you uh, want to write to us, you can use the contact page on our website colinbradleyart.co.uk and go to the contact page fill out the form and we get emailed your question you can also leave us a voice message I'm still waiting for that first someone to leave a voice message on our website they're all frightened (laughs) all scared (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, using the button in the bottom left hand corner of the website that says send voice message and uh, get in touch Mm. yes we'd love for you to do that it's uh, it's lovely for us to spout on but sometimes it is nice to hear a slightly different voice Someone else out there. Over. Yes, someone yeah. else have a go. A guest on our show. That's right. That's what you'd be, folks, a guest. You'd be a guest spot. We'd make a lot show. of fuss of you, wouldn't we? <laughs> we would, yeah. We would, yeah. Um, so just a quick update for members. We obviously posted the... I posted the three pictures on the on the podcast show notes so people could see what we were talking about last week, including the three stages of the fixing of the Yorkie dog. Mm-hmm. By this time, people are hearing this, the Yorkie will be on the member's site. So at oh, this great. point, I've cut the footage together. So it's by the time people are listening to this podcast, you'll be able to uh, learn to draw. The, Does it look good? looks great. looks yeah. really good. And yeah. I've extracted the uh, fixing tutorial and whacked that on YouTube. So people who aren't members can see that section. But obviously to learn to, to draw the subject, you have to be a member. Good. Which oh, that, you can do by joining the website. That's great. That's great. Oh, that's terrific. Well, I think we, we're going to have our hot cross buns now, can't we? Hot cross buns? Yeah. That's an Easter traditional oh, thing. In, in the UK, folks, for all those outside the UK, we, we have traditions of Easter. We have hot cross buns on the uh, Friday, Easter eggs on the Sunday. Yes, that's right. What do we have on a Monday? Uh, I don't know. Know either. I don't think it's anything special. I wonder if they have hot cross buns anywhere else. I don't know. It would oh. be interesting to find out, wouldn't it? Oh. And what the, what they're going to have on the Tuesday? Because Tuesdays are kind of a special day, isn't it? I don't know, Stephen. <laughs> You're putting these questions to me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Listeners, uh, listeners. He's my father. He doesn't know it's my okay. birthday on Tuesday. Oh, your birthday. <laughs> oh, folks. <laughs> Well, I caught it. you out there, didn't I? Yeah. Well, you missed it now. They've missed it. They've they're, missed it. They're, seeing, they're hearing us on the Friday. Yes, of course they are. Uh, yes. Well, we oh, bought well. you a present. You'll be happy to know. It's a hot cross bun. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you a present. Happy birthday. Anyway, oh, happy birthday for, for then. For Tuesday, yeah. Thank you. In fact, when they hear this, it will be two or three days after it, wouldn't it? Yes. Belated birthday wishes. 
yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. I, th- I think we've done that. <laughs> we've done we? that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I okay, think excellent. So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Steve Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.